0: As more consumer goods companies bring artificial intelligence into their operations, keeping their employees at the center is critical. For Mars, this has meant creating strategies that empower their associates in order to drive adoption and make sure they feel connected to all of the changes. So in this episode of Tech Transformation, I'm talking with Guillaume DeRori, Digital Transformation Senior Director, Global Supply Chain and ERP at Mars, and Fred the CEO of Aero Technology, about how Mars is using decision intelligence to gain more visibility into their supply chain and learning what companies need to do to really equip their employees to unlock the potential of this technology. We're talking about the benefits they're experiencing and where they see the future potential of decision intelligence. Stay tuned for that and more on this episode of Tech Transformation. Welcome to Tech Transformation with CGT and RAS News. I'm Lisa Johnson, the Editor-in-Chief of CGT. We've been taking a deep dive into decision intelligence, and this is part three in our special series sponsored by Era, where we're looking at how decision intelligence can impact the consumer goods industry. So in this episode, I'm really excited to be speaking with Guim Durori, Digital Transformation Senior Director, Global Supply Chain and ERP at Mars, and Fred Leo, CEO of ARA Technology. We're going to look at how Mars has been using decision intelligence and how it's been driving adoption across the industry. So, gentlemen, welcome.
1: Thanks for having us, Lisa. Hello.
0: Fred, this is our third episode where we've been talking about decision intelligence. But for the benefit of our audience, can you just take us quickly through, just kind of set the stage by explaining what decision intelligence is and how it can provide a competitive advantage for CPGs?
1: Well, CPG, yeah, of course, CPG um, companies are facing a massive explosion in the number, the volume, and the complexity of the decisions that they have to make to remain competitive. It's the result of the, the digitization of the economy, right? So that's driving decisions at a lower grain. That's driving an increase in the frequency at which decisions have to be made. And uh, they are facing that that bottleneck uh, in the decision making process. And decision intelligence is basically a technology that, uh, or an approach that digitizes decision making. It automates and augments the decisions uh, that uh, an organization needs to make uh, by providing, again, a digital uh, capability to do that.
0: Perfect. Thanks for setting the stage. So Guillaume, Mars is a really large global company with an incredibly complex supply chain. So tell us a little bit about your role at the company and why you initially partnered with ERA to really operationalize AI for decision intelligence. Okay.
2: You know, I'm leading a team that is, uh, that is helping Mars transform their end-to-end supply chain. And you know, one of our main objectives is to gain agility to make our business more agile to speed up some of our uh, some of our processes. So initially, like many companies, we are we have been looking into AI and and we were searching, and this is where I got into contact with Era, we were searching for a platform that would enable um the adoption but also having an open platform uh, where we could put our own IP. So, yes, it's about AI, but not having uh, a black box. We wanted to, uh, really to have a platform that was open, and that's where we get into contact with Era. Um,
0: Can you talk a little bit about how decision intelligence is changing the work that you're doing and how it's changing your business?
2: It's all about, you know, many people have been afraid a little bit about, about AI. At the same time, everybody is doing AI. So our approach was really to get uh, and to augment our uh, uh, our associates at Mars, We call the employee associates. So how we we help our associates to uh, to get not to better decision. It's not about better decision. It's about speeding up how they make decisions. Is to be more equipped. You know, um, in a few projects, uh, the feedback we received from the end user, they, they had the feeling that we were facing a tsunami of of data. And very often in supply chain today is, and especially with AI, we, we generate and we capture much more data and we leverage much more data than before up to the point where the end user is facing so many data, so many data that he's a little bit confused or it's difficult for him to process everything. And honestly, it's humanly not possible to process all of those data. So we were looking for a platform that was helping them to understand better the data that was coming to them and help them to make a decision based on data. So it's not, it doesn't apply to every decision making that you are, that you, you have got in, a, in your supply chain, but there are more and more decisions that need to be powered by data. And this is where having a platform that help you to focus, help you to understand the decision you can make and convert also your decision uh, based on data and convert that into action. And that was where the, the era platform was particularly powerful for us.
0: Okay. And so you mentioned that at Mars they're called associates. I've heard that they're also called Martians. Is that true that, that the, Very, the employees at Mars are called strong, Martians? Very strong
2: culture uh, based on the five principle. you are completely correct. Okay.
0: So um, within this, can you talk a little bit about how you've helped drive adoption and, and would love to learn more about the feedback that you've heard from from your fellow associates?
2: You know, well, we know that many everybody is speaking about AI today. Okay people do different kind of ai or the different level of uh, ai machine learning or or chat gpt it doesn't matter what what was in f- important for us was to make sure that it was not going to be a black box people want to stay in control and we, and we didn't do that to be able to uh, lay off any anybody it was not meant to replace any human being it was just to augment them so yes the adoption was particularly important and and Part of the criteria for selecting era uh, was as well the, the quality of the, of the user experience, the way they can visualize the data, the fact that we can activate real-time data, so we can do a closed loop. The fact that they people see the action that are going to be taken and they are still under control, and that was particularly important in the adoption. We had uh, over activity on AI, sometimes grown, uh, I would say, organically within the company. We built our own solution. But the adoption was not exactly the same because people felt that we were losing control. People felt that we were not going to be able to explain why we have been pushing one specific decision. Here in that case, people see the data, people see the focus, where their focus should be, and people then see the action and the consequence of the actions. And therefore, this is this is changing the game. So we had a very different feedback since we implemented ERA for, for, for those users, a very different feedback. And therefore, the adoption is lasting much longer. Okay, and and this is the same. You know, we we all do RPAs. The 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 last time of RPAs, uh, at least in my area, has been more or less a year. Uh, This is not the case where we implement uh, when we implement Terra. Again, it's about augmenting the people, empowering them to and supporting them in the decision-making process, not replacing completely the associates. Now this being said, they're under control, and if they want, at one point of time, they feel they've got the confidence. But now the algorithm has learned enough about their decision, and they want to automate it. We have got the capability to do it. It's under their control, and we can write back. So where, what they love is that they understand, they can visualize, they can. They're under control, and ultimately, that remove the part of the work which is very often painful, which is about writing back the data into the Verlin the other application, whether it is SAP or any other system of record, this is not a task where they, they enjoy. So when we can remove that task on top, you get excellent feedback and therefore the adoption is um, is, uh, is established and sustained. It's a very
0: it sounds like a very, it sounds like a very human centered approach that you've taken.
2: Yeah, that was that was the idea. And and you know for, for us the our associate and our associate concept is at the center of everything that we do at Mars. And therefore, that was extremely important not to replace them, but to, to, again, give them the control and that they feel empowered, augmented and and, and under control.
0: Fred, you've worked very closely with Mars throughout this process and as they've reached their different uh, decision making milestones. So what are some of the insights that you've seen come out of their journey uh, that other CPGs could learn from this?
1: It's not, yeah. It, it's not just CPGs. Actually. I think any organization deploying deploying. Um, I think there, there are two two aspects that come to mind. The first one is um, the the culture of innovation. Uh, Mars was one of the early adopters. Guillaume and his team were early adopters of that technology. They were not afraid to try new things. They were very careful. Take a limited scope, but try and start learning and build that that experience of their own on how to actually digitize decision-making. So I think starting early is important so that you can build this experience. You're not replacing an existing software with a new software. This is changing the way work gets done. This is changing the way decisions are being made inside your organization. And and correlated to that is the point that Guillaume just made, is the attention to adoption. I believe that Mars uh, paid specific attention to that making sure that the associates would really understand how to guide the system, stay in control. Uh, As Guillaume said multiple times, it feels like there was a a lot of attention in that, in in that field. And I think everybody can learn from that. We certainly did uh, at ERA. And, and, and really, I think, Guillaume, you've even put some, uh, I've seen a video recently that really helps very nice, well-produced material, like three or four minute video that explains the value of of, of the technology. You even named the technology with your own uh, on, within your own framework of Mars. And I think it's really, really brilliant, right? It's just uh, making sure that everybody feels comfortable with the technology, making sure that they are in control. It's not a black box. I think that's, uh, you know, there's a case study here for sure.
0: Game, what do you see when you're looking ahead to the future of decision intelligence? What do you think the impact will be on the CPG industry, let's say, within the next year, you know, kind of more short term future, but even beyond that, what do you see as the future?
2: You know, one of the themes in, in supply chain was about the visibility. And and we want to remove every, every part of our supply chain, remove, even if it's getting smaller and smaller, there is no place in the supply chain where we don't want to have visibility and control. But by doing that, we generate much, really, really a lot of data. And, and so it's important that if we, and if you want to be more equipped um, in making those decisions, you can't assume that your employees or associates are capable to process all of those data. This is just not fully respectful of the work that those people need to do. So it's very important that you are helping them to be to feel that they're equipped, that they are capable to do the work that they need to do and And yes now nowadays, I think everybody got it. Uh, our supply chain is going needs to be more agile. it needs to be data driven. It's not based on our assumption that we used to have in the past, and at the same time, we are in a world that is changing uh, very more often more quickly uh, with more impact than before, and the supply chain has been impacted i don't'm I'm not going to uh, to name what what has happened in the last three years, but you you see exactly what what i mean everybody will understand that and at the same time. Yeah, our, well, your employees, your associates need to react to that. So they've got, the good news is that they've got the way to do that without feeling overwhelmed. Now they are, they, they know and we can support with such a platform like AR, you can support them to focus where it right matters. And because otherwise they are, they could get lost. They, they, they are asked to find where they need to focus and they have got, uh, they've got so many, uh, so many, um, uh, part of the supply chain where, where they can look at and having them um, through a kind of heat map, understanding where they need to focus every morning. This is relieving the, the pressure they've got on them. And you can do that through a certain criteria, but uh, depending on what you are trying to optimize, what matters the most for your business—that uh, yeah, this is helping your 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 uh, your associate, your business user, to really focus there. So that gives control as well to the—I would say—to the management in terms of what matters and help the associate to focus where they can make a difference. Powered by data, but without feeling being overwhelmed by this tsunami of uh, of information that uh, normally they, they are facing.
0: Sure, and certainly a trend I think many in the industry could get behind. Fred, do you have anything else that you'd want to add to that, and what you see is the future?
1: No, I really like Guillaume's perspective on the on, on putting the, the the associate first. I mentioned that before, but look, I think what you're describing here is 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 a global trend, and uh, um, you know, there's a recent. Uh, Gartner analysis called the Hype Cycle for Artificial Intelligence positions decision intelligence as a subcategory of AI. Um, with a, with a tag as being transformational, right? It's transformational. It changes the way the organizations are, are, are doing work and it's going to get to a maturity within the next couple of years, which is something that is happening really, really fast. So this technology is again, uh, not another gimmick of tech stuff that looks cool. It's actually really fundamentally changing work gets done, putting the human operator back in the front. So removing the bottleneck of work that, uh, that they, they're, they're facing every day. Uh, and allowing them to make t- to put their attention on the right decision. So that's fundamentally fundamentally transformational. There's no way back. I think organizations will have to learn how to work and how to organize and structure uh, themselves around this new practice. The same way automation changed the way you know a factory is running. You now have operators managing robots and robotic uh, a system. This is now happening in in the rest of the organization. I don't think there's no turning back. So learning how to do it properly is really critical.
0: Okay, so we are almost out of time, um, but Game, I have one final question. What final words can you leave us with when it comes to best practices for CPG leaders who are thinking about adopting decision intelligence? If you could tell them one thing, one, one final thoughts, what would it be?
2: Well, don't believe that this is, uh, this is like any uh, analytics that you are doing. Uh, well, but normally, the decision-making process was supported by analytics. Don't start with uh, requirements and from a kind of um, top-down approach on how you want to do that. Now be very clear about where you want to have an impact and, and start uh, with the reverse. start with the problem you're trying to solve. Try this uh, and start bot- bottom-up and not top-down. Because if you, if you, if you need to start with the data that you have, and honestly, in some case, um, we would not have been able to, Specify the data that we finally need now, um, so that's, that's you need to go for a kind of learning exercise don't try to 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 make it on paper and to say, "This is what I need because you don 't know exactly how this is going to happen so learn adjust do do several iterations because this is how you're going to get the best out of it, and don't forget to put your end user really at the center. Okay, it's not something that, uh, of course, your, your top management needs to be very clear about wh- what kind of change that they're looking for, but it has to start with the end user in mind, because you're doing that for them. They are the ones who are going to execute your supply chain. So if you have got a more human-centric kind of approach, if you start and, and accept the fact that you need to go for an iterative learning exercise with them, you are going to be, uh, you have got a good chance to be successful.
0: Okay. Well, that was more than one thing, but I'm glad it was because you left us with some great advice. So Guillaume and Fred, thank you so much for joining Tech Transformation and, and for schooling us so so eloquently on decision intelligence.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Lisa. you,
0: Thanks for listening to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News. Be sure to subscribe to learn more innovative strategies and trends in the retail and consumer goods industries. And don't forget to visit RISnews.com and ConsumerGoods.com to sign up for our newsletters.